like you, the only one I could look to. You're teaching me to be just like you. Well, I just gotta be like, like, I just gotta be like you. Hey, welcome back to the Takeaway Podcast Show. I hope everyone had a great week, is having a great weekend. And uh, thank you for all the love and support. You guys have been great with uh, just listening and following where I upload uh, all the social media platforms. And I just want to say thank you. Show my appreciation. This couldn't be done without you. I wanted to start off by uh, announcing some good news uh, before we get into our topic today. Uh, The podcast is streaming on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and uh, as of yesterday, uh, Radio Public, and Pandora. So those are different uh, streaming platforms you can find the podcast. I know not everybody uses Spotify. Everybody uses a different one. So it is out there available to you. Also, there is a Facebook page now called The Takeaway that is available. Be sure to go on there and uh, like and follow and keep you up to date on everything podcast related and usually keeps you up to date on what we're going to be talking about. I'll do my best to keep up with all of that. Also, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at the takeaway 2023. I appreciate the likes and follows and uh, thank you guys again so much. Uh, I wanted to jump right into our session. We got a lot of ground to cover today. The topic, uh, the title of my session today is All Dads Wear Capes. And today we're going to tackle the importance of fatherhood and why it's important to have a father in the home and what happens when there isn't. And I want to say, I don't speak from experience of absent father, of an absent father here, but there are a lot of things my dad did teach me and did not teach me. And I think that some of my experiences and some of the things I share today will reach all kinds of people who've had different ups and downs and good and bad experiences with their dad. And I just hope that in any way this doesn't offend or upset you, but only encourages you and wants you to be better for your family and your kids. Um, As always, we start each episode off with a quote. And this one I found was by Billy Graham. He said, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. I couldn't agree more. Uh, There are so many articles that I researched and looked at, and there's so many guys. There's so many books, and, and I'll mention some of them here today, but there's just so many resources that I couldn't just pick one, and I kind of narrowed it down to about five or six uh, articles, and that is a lot, but it's not the whole picture, <laughs> uh, believe it or not. There's just, there's so many uh, different intakes, and they're, they're out there for men out there who want to up their game on fatherhood and, and being a dad, and uh, this is also for people who are about to be dads, too. This is something to look forward to and take up these skills so that when you're in the game, you're not left behind. You're not uh, scrambling and, and you know just surviving. You're not coasting. Um, so the first article I want to go over is 
by uh, All Kids article, and it's the article titled uh, Why Fatherhood Engagement Matters. And these are the bullet points. I'm just going to name off the bullet points. I'm not going to get really deep into each one because we have a lot to cover today. But the bullet points are they listed uh, the positive impacts of having a father in the home. Um, impact on early development, improved relationships later on in life, better chances for success, general happiness and positive outlook, better stress management. I can tell you from experience, I was homeschooled um, most of my life, and there was a lot of one-on-one time with my mom, but there wasn't a lot of one-on-one time with my dad when it came to the educational aspect part of my life. And when I was with my mom and she would teach during the week, I can tell you I did not do as good as the one Friday or one every other Friday that my dad would come and stay and work from home. I remember vividly maybe failing, making barely passing grades during the week. But on that Friday, I remember... My dad being there, he'd be in the other room working, having nothing to do with my, my school. But just because I knew my dad was in the other room, I did so much better. And my mom would get so mad. She'd be like, why can't you do this throughout the week? Why do you only do this when your dad's home? Well, mom, you answered your own question there. It's because dad's home. I always had this mission to want to seek my father's approval. And I always was looking at ways to do that, whether that be making good grades or uh, trying to reach the next ladder, step of the ladder, um, just to seek his approval because that was important to me. And when your dad is around, dads, when you're around, you make a positive impact on your kids. They want to strive to do better. They strive to be better. You may not see it, but it's true because I did the same thing at a very young age. And even though my dad really didn't appreciate and acknowledge it all the time, he never saw the pattern. And the pattern was when he was home, I did really well in school. When he was home, I wanted to go outside and work with him. When he was home, I wanted to be around him. Even though he didn't feel the exact same enthusiasm of being around me. (laughs) So... That all that the positive impacts, dads, that you have on your kids, it goes farther than you think. It doesn't go over their head. And I just want to encourage all dads and future dads out there that take the time to to get to know your ch- child. Get take the time to spend time with them. Uh, you know, it. it it's so it's such a strong emotion, it's such a strong intimate relationship that when it's pulled away and ripped away, maybe by an incident, maybe on purpose because dads just choose not to be there, it is devastating. And it has a deep impact. And we'll get into that. Um, how does the idea of fatherhood infect in today's world? Are fathers doing their job of truly raising their children to be relationship material? Dads, future dads, you guys are it. You are the determining, navigating uh, force of how your children choose their future relationships, 
how your daughters choose their future husbands, how your sons choose your their future wives. Because we see dad, we see him how he treats our mom. We also see how he treats other people in his life. And we determine and base our relationships off that foundation. So that's why it's so important, dads, to be cautious how you treat your your wife, your kid's mom, how you treat other people at your workplace, at your church, in your so, social social circle. That's a very important uh, area to handle tediously because you have young young eyes watching you, have young ears listening, and they're following in your footsteps. So it's so important to watch where we go, watch how we speak, watch how we talk to people. I'm not good at it at all. <laughs> um, and my dad didn't exactly uh, show that example to the greatest. My dad was a great dad, don't get me wrong. He was an amazing dad. But he was only amazing in the work ethic part. He worked a lot. My dad showed a great example of what it means to get up early and hit the ground running and, and just work. But in every other aspect of raising me, teaching me things, you know, just kind of every step of young man goes through in life, he was mostly absent from that unless he was forced to confront it finally because it drove my mom crazy. So it's so important to be in all of it. Being a dad isn't just getting up and going to work. Being a dad is everything in, involved in raising the kids in every step. Because that's what determines your future relationships, your future, uh, just everything. I, I, I mean, I can't think of just one thing. I mean, your, your, your relationships, your dreams, your goals, the jobs you choose, the people you choose to have in your life, the, the roads you go down. Do you make your own way? Do you just follow? It goes back to what you were taught in that fatherhood vibe, that atmosphere. Having a dad present speaks to it in so many ways. According to the National Fatherhood Initiative Census Bureau, 18.4 million, one in four, live without a bio, step, or adopted father in the home. And the side effects of that are incredibly saddening. Some of the side effects include four times greater the risk of poverty, more likely to have behavioral problems, two times the greater risk of infant mortality, more likely to go to prison, more likely to commit crime, seven times more likely to get pregnant as a teen, face neglect or abuse, most likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, two times more likely to suffer obesity, and two times more likely to drop out of school. Now, I want to just say this, everybody who's listening, that is not always the case. I want to point that out. That's not always the outcome. Some rise above it. Some don't do those things or any of those things on that list. But in a whole, that is generally the outcome when dads neglect their kids. That's why it's so important that they're part of their lives. And it's so important that they're there every step of the way. 
I read a uh, post on Facebook a while back that said, it's not the kid's job to reach out to the dad. It's the dad's job to reach out to the kids. And that is it. And some, some, some dads don't get it. It's you never call. Well, you don't call. And it's our job as dads to make the first move. And it's our job to reach out. And I say our as I am a father. Um, and I, this is a different subject, but we, we did uh, lose our son. But that's still, I'm still a dad. And I'm struggling with that kind of, that's a different kind of struggle that I have and that I'm facing. But we're still dads. I'm still a dad. So whether, you know, you're, you're working a lot, whether you're, you're off, maybe you can't be there at home, maybe you, you just can't be there at the moment, find moments, find time, soak up every second you can to be there in the present with your kids because it's so important because that list that I just read you of side effects, that can hurt. That, that, that's, that's sad. That's scary. That's sad. And it can be prevented if we just commit and take the time to focus on our kids and being there and helping out. Um, there is an article, Lifeway article, and I wanted to read this to you guys. Um, many of you may not know, but some of you do know the Christian artist Lecrae. He was he was the song that was playing in the intro. His song called "Just Like You" and it's about being raised without a father. And the lyrics, if you read the lyrics, they're absolutely just uh, gut wrenching. But he wrote an article with Lifeway called "My Father's Absence: Lecrae on Growing Up Without a Dad." And his he tells a story, and it's in his book "Unashamed." If you want to go purchase that, it's such a great read. Uh, he talks about being raised without a father. And one of the big struggles was struggling to make ends meet. And the nagging questions and source of my pain. One of the questions his mom always used to ask him was, why are you always acting out? And he didn't know. He didn't. But below all that, the reason was he realized it was his sense of emptiness. Uh, he was always asking where his dad is. He was always asking where his dad was, why his dad didn't want him. You know, we watch shows and films, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the scene where uh, Will Smith's dad doesn't want to be with him. And he asks, you know, why does he not want me? You know, there's so many of these, uh, sh you know, shows and real-life examples of just dads just neglecting. And it's sad because they don't want to take the time to commit and, and, and get to know and invest but because of that, all these other side effects are we're risking that side effect to happen, maybe even worse. Uh, in his article, he talks about the pain of abandonment and insignificance. I searched for someone, anyone I could look up to. My cousins and uncles filled that role somewhat as only the older males in my life. They were my surrogate role models, but no one filled in the cracks completely. They were more like the pieces of a composite dad. Each have their own strengths. And that's something that I began to do as as I got older, was trying to pull different strengths and pieces from other men in my life uh, who I wanted to see as dad, who weren't my dad. But I wanted to see them as my dad because I didn't get that fulfillment when I was younger. And sometimes 
will do that to the wrong person. And that person's not really supposed to be in our life, but because we're so desperate to find that acceptance and find that being wanted is so much more important. It's a heavier a burden, and it's a more important uh, aspect in our life than filtering out people who we don't need and turning to God as our Father, because God is our ultimate Father. He loves us dearly. And when we didn't have a dad, we didn't have that person, he was there. He was that dad. He is that dad. He still is to you. When you're, you know, maybe you did have a great father and he just passed away. God is your father. He's still there. You know, he's, he's he'll always be there. We don't have to go searching for other things to uh, fulfill us. Uh, he, we don't have to go searching for outside sources when the source is in the word of God. And it's right here in front of us. And maybe because you can't see it, that doesn't mean it's there. It's not there. Um, one of the quotes from Will Smith's movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, the world is your oyster, and it's up to you to find the pearls. And that goes back to searching and trying to fulfill those voids. You know, you have to be able to find the special moments in your life. You have to be able to make a choice to not look back at what your dad didn't give you and what your dad didn't do and when your dad didn't say he was proud of you and when your dad didn't make it to that baseball game, when your dad didn't make it to that recital. But where you are in life and how can you avoid being like that and learning from those mistakes. It took me so long to finally move past that. There were days I would cry and ask and wonder and question. And every time I tried to mend that relationship with my dad, it never worked because it just, I wanted to hear the words, I'm proud of you so badly that I would go to lengths to even destroy my mental state and emotional state because I wanted to hear it so bad. When all in reality, I needed to accept, I'm never going to hear those words from my dad. I'm never going to hear him say that. Not because he's a bad guy. It's just because he doesn't know because maybe his dad didn't teach him and his dad's dad didn't teach him. So it's not about you personally. You didn't do anything wrong. It's that it ill-equipped and not trained properly to be a dad passed down. But you, you're here now. So learn from it. Learn those things that your dad didn't do. Learn those things that were not okay. Those mistakes he made. Learn from those and don't bring them into your current situation. Whether you're going to be a future dad, whether you are a dad, maybe you're on the slopes of being confused of how to do this thing. I'm telling you, it's okay to be confused and not understand and struggle. But relying on the other, your past, and your relationships that didn't work with your dad, those angles cannot be brought into your current state. You have to navigate and pave your own way. You have to make your own mistakes, and you have to learn from them and then move forward. Because these side effects won't wait for your kids. They'll nab them as soon as they can. But if we do it properly, if we equip ourselves and train ourselves, you can have a successful relationship with your children, which then can pass through them to have successful relationships in the future.
According to an ed, uh, article, Child Up Early Education, the Homer Simpson Syndrome, and I had no idea this existed, but I really got curious about why does TV always portray dads as loser, deadbeats, the joke of the show, shows like, you know, Family Guy, The Simpsons, why do TV shows, you know, comedies, our favorite ones, Roseanne, why do these shows always portray the dads that just the dads that sit around not do anything? And they're the joke. They're the button of the joke. And, you know, why are they always portrayed like this? It's called the Homer Simpson Syndrome. And this article, if you're interested in reading it, it's, called, it's from Child Up, Early Education. Uh, in a new study, parents have criticized what's being labeled as Homer Simpson, Simpson Syndrome, the endless causal contempt shown to fathers depicted on television programs and advertising, particularly in the message and entertainment aimed at children. There's so many shows that we see is the fathers portrayed, like I said, as the joke. We gotta stop aiming and looking at that stuff because that's not true. We gotta step up, dads, and step into the shoes. We are the leaders of the household. We are the ones to take up that mantle and not be the joke and not be behind, but be in front and take the lead and lead our families because this world is not getting any nicer. It's getting darker and darker by the second. And we need true leaders and true heroes and dads to take up that mantle and lead the way we need dads to, to step up and say i'm going to be a different dad than my dad was the article says nine and ten dads said they were felt they were working harder than their own fathers to be a good parent two-thirds said they were proud to work harder to support their family and a similar proportion are happier and more settled than before they had children Despite all the efforts, however, dads have to sit back and watch themselves being endlessly lampooned on television as not much more than a lazy sperm donor. Half of them complained that too many families on television were either shown with feckless fathers or with no father figures in sight at all. This message that television and Hollywood's portraying is not okay. And they can do that as much as they want to. But what's important is how are we leading our household? How are we raising our kids? Are we giving them direction to have successful relationships? Are we taking them aside and we're neglecting that part? And are we just allowing society to feed our children this fictional loser self type of performance of what a dad is? Because that's not okay. I don't want my kids to watch TV and go, that's what dad is. Because if the TV is telling my kids what kind of fa what father it is and what da a dad is, I, my kids are brainwashed. I don't want that. I want my kids to be able to look at me and look at our my their mother and I's relationship and say, yeah, that's true fatherhood. And take that into their future relationships. Because that's what it is about. It's about growing it. Dr. James Dobson wrote an article called Strengthening Fathers. He says this, Dads, never underestimate the incredible influence you have on your children. It can make the difference between disaster and lives that are successful and pleasing to the Lord. Dads, take your daughters on dates. Show them what it is to have a man in their life that respects them so that they'll choose the respectful guy in, in their future. That they'll choose the gentleman, the true gentleman, in their future. Dads, take your sons out fishing. 
talk to them how to respect women, how to respect people, how to act appropriately in social circles and not make jokes that are displeasing and have vulgar words come out of their mouth and teach them how to be proper gentlemen, how to open doors for the ladies, how to dress nicely, how to groom themselves, how to take care of themselves, how to tie a tie, how to use certain tools. Take that time, dads, to raise your sons and raise your daughters in a way that you can send them off and knowingly hand them over to their relationship and their future spouses knowing you did your job. That's what our role is. Quality versus quantity. When it comes to time, it's not about how much time. It's about what you do with that time. Whether you have five minutes or five hours, how are you using that time with your kids? That's so important. It's so... it just speaks heavily. It it's really does. And I know that in my past, my dad worked a lot. Like I said, we were raised on a farm. And anytime he wanted to spend time with me, it was going out to work on the farm. We went to ball games every once in a while. But he wasn't the church-going kind of dad. He was the drag-to-church kind of dad. And... Whenever I wanted to go to church, whatever, I always had to look to other men for that fulfillment in the church dynamic because my dad wasn't the first one in the church doors and he wasn't the last one out. Usually he'd skip. He didn't want to. He didn't want to go to the men's breakfast. And I had to figure out on my own, am I going to be like that or am I going to still pursue God with my heart as a true man of God? Am I going to pursue God? Am I going to reach out? And not just give up and let sit down and let society decide what kind of man I'm going to be. Or I'm going to choose to forge my own path and pick up that sword and take it and fight. There's so many resources, guys, for this. If you're struggling with it, there's there's so many resources. There's 33, the men's series. Uh, Ed Cole, I highly recommend Ed Cole's books on manhood. Um, my pastor just wrote a book called In- uh, wrote a book I just purchased called Andrizo uh, by Pastor James DeMello. Uh, there's so many. Wild at Heart by John Eldreds. Uh, just there's just so many books and resources that we don't have to struggle. We don't have to not be sitting here with no weapons, no tools. Dads, now is not the time for that. Find those resources, find those books, reach out to your local church or the church you're attending, reach out to the elders, the pastors, go to those men's breakfasts, take your, take your son to those men's meetings, dads, if, if you can, uh, take him to the men's breakfast, take him to the Saturday morning prayers, take him to church on Sunday mornings, get him in church, get him locked down and, and armored because it is the time for that. Men are becoming the joke. Men are becoming the laughing stock. And I, I I don't want my my kids to see it that way. And I don't want your kids to see it that way. And for future dads, I don't want you to be ill-equipped and not prepared. Get in there. Get into that church. Get into that men's group. Get into that small group. Bear your soul if you have to in front of your son. You know, be vulnerable. Be 
that for your son so he has an example so he has something to look up to and that he has something to take with him into his future endeavors and relationships guys that's all i have for you this week i know it was pretty strong i want to say thank you to everybody who listened thank you for the support i appreciate it and be sure to follow on all social media platforms exciting stuff coming in the future i can't wait uh Again, the Takeaway 2023 at TikTok, Instagram, and also Facebook pages up. Go follow, and I cannot wait for next week's session. I hope this was uplifting and encouraging to you. You guys have a blessed week. I want to thank Viking Revolutions for supporting this podcast. Currently, they're going to have another sale starting the 7th of February uh, that's going to run on Amazon. Um, So be sure to go check them out. They have everything you need for your grooming, your beard, your shampoo, your conditioner. So be sure to check out vikingrevolutions.com and look at them on Amazon for some amazing products for your beard and hair and conditioner and everything you need.